are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Go! Half PPR mock draft. Who's going in the first six rounds? Stay tuned and find out right here on 4th and Flex. We are back. Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Vandy. That's Trey. And the time is now, buddy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We here. We here. How you doing? Doing pretty good, baby. One more week closer to football. One more week getting better at doing these drafts and uh, just staying consistent and getting it done. Yes, sir. That's what you got to do when you're this close. Um, But before we get started, man, we got to talk about our friends over at Manscaped. Look, I can tell you about the the awesome clippers they got. I can tell you about the the below-the-waist groomer. But something I need to talk about is the unsung hero of Manscaped, and that is the ball deodorant. That stuff is magical, bro. Every time I get out of the shower, I'm 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 busting with that stuff, man. It's great stuff. Guys, right now, if you go to manscaped.com, use our promo code SUPERFLEX20, you're going to get 20% off and you're going to get free shipping. Worldwide, baby. That's right. That's right. But uh let's get let's get this draft going, buddy. Let's let's get it popping. Um going to random let me pop it up on the board first, I guess. Here we go. All right, I'm going to randomize this bad boy, and we're going to go, buddy. Yes, sir. So why don't you tell them what kind of draft we're doing today? So this is a half PPR uh, mock draft. We got um, one quarterback, two running back, two receiver, and two flex with the tight end. Uh, We do the kicker in defense because that's how we run our leagues. If you don't like it, don't uh, watch the last two rounds of the draft. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. You got the seven, I got the ten. Sitting at the seven, sitting at the ten. Uh, McCaffrey goes first off the board, half PPR. I love that. I mean, McCaffrey, half PPR, makes perfect sense. Justin Jefferson, I think he led most receivers in targets last year. I mean, he was up there at least, at least in the top five. So I love that pick from our boy CM over there. You know, Justin Jefferson is 235 yards away from having more receiving yards than any bear ever. Really? Any Chicago Bear ever. <laughs> wow. Wow. Already? Yeah, exactly. Trying to turn you this. are on the clock. Tyreek Hill goes at uh, with the 1-6. Um, a little scary with you know uh, everything he got caught up in this weekend. Doesn't sound like it's going to be too much coming out of it, but um, who knows what could happen. I mean, uh, you, you, we still haven't heard anything from uh, Kamara, and it's been almost two years. No doubt. No doubt. Trying to figure out how to turn the sound off, bro. I can't get it off. <laughs> Beeping at us. Trey, coming up. I like it. Look, Kelsey goes, obviously. Um, Kelsey getting a little older now. What do you think? Uh, Kelsey's got a couple good years in him left. 
Um, it's very possible. Um, I think Kelsey definitely has a couple years left. Going at the one eight, I feel like in a half PPR is just a little bit early, but I was thinking he would fall to me at the ten. Um, but I'll be okay <laughs> with my boy Saquon Barkley. Saquon, I like it. I like it. I cannot figure out how to get this sound off. <laughs> what sound is it? Can you hear the sound of the draft going? Uh-uh. No? Oh, well, it's it's bumping on my side. Well, I guess if you can't hear it, we're all good then. Yeah, I can't hear it. Yeah, I hear it. Uh, but that's all right. I took Bijan, man. I took Bijan at the 1-7. I love that he fell to me. Look, Arthur Smith over there, they're lining this guy up everywhere from what I'm being told. I actually saw an interview with Bijan. He's like, what would you do if we told you that you're going ahead of guys like Nick Chubb, Derek Henry, um, all these monster running backs and he, he's like, man, I, I just, I'm honored, man. I just hope I can live up to it and live up to it. I think he shall, man. Arthur Smith, we know had Derrick Henry in Tennessee. They, they gave him more carries than uh, his body basically is going to allow him to. Um, I think Bijan is going to be lining up for half PPR. I think. He's yeah, man, I like Bijan a lot. You know, I, I, th- I think he definitely ends the year as a top 10 running back. Um, this dude is a monster. He's a menace, and he's coming out on a team that loves to run the freaking football. So uh, I guarantee you he's going to get a lot of reps, um, maybe even a little receiving work in there. Um, I'm excited to see it. Me too. Me too. Me too, buddy. And I'm going to go ahead and take Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs at the 2-5. Um, he got some catches last year, more than I think he did in his career. Um I just think Josh Jacobs teamed up with Bijan. That's a monster start right there, don't you think? Definitely, definitely. And I and I kind of went the same route. I got me some Saquon <laughs> and Derrick Henry, baby. Ooh. You know, some big boss daddies on the front end. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh I thought about taking Devontae because we know he got a lot of catches last year, different quarterback, but I still think um he's not gonna be getting as many deep balls, but I do think Devontae still gets, you know plenty of targets this year so um i pass on them just to just to get josh jacobs i just wanted to add to my running back room there um but i thought about it <laughs> no yeah I li- but I, I like the josh jacobs over Devontae there mm-hmm. yeah and you said Bijan top 10 i'm thinking Bijan could be in the top five buddy I don't know. He's given me like in my head. I'm 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 thinking like seven eight somewhere in there um, is where I'm looking at, which is where you got him. So I mean, if if he even if he does at least that, uh, you got value. So for sure, for sure. I love the way this draft is shaking out, buddy. Guys, if you're watching live, please hit that like button for us. That helps us so much and subscribe to the channel if you're not already um we be giving stuff away all the time and i got a box full of signed jerseys that i just cannot wait to give away so be a subscriber comment on our videos man and you could win no doubt no doubt only tied in off the board so far is travis kelsey i like that a lot no quarterbacks taken yet we're in the third round um, that's exciting. You know, you see a lot of these guys try to jump the gun. And just as I say that, Mark Andrews comes off the board in the <laughs> third round. <laughs> yeah, Mark Andrews. Um, there was a lot of down on Mark Andrews to start things off. But I think as things have progressed and Lamar got his money, I think the ADP on Mark Andrews is just going to continue to rise. Yeah, and then you see Patrick Mahomes finally going off the board. First quarterback taken at the 3-6. 
Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I think that's a good spot uh, for Patrick Mahomes, you know, third round, late third round. Um, I want to see what this uh, Cooper Cup, Devonta Adams, Mark Andrews teams does at the running back position, though. That just scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm going to go get me some Debo. Grab okay. my first wide receiver, get me some Debo Samuel. And uh, Travis, Travis popping in says, love the start, boys. Thank you, Travis. Appreciate you, buddy. Hey, Fantasy Football Expo, I'm pretty sure Travis is going to be there. I can't wait to meet that dude, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then Devonta Smith goes off. We know he was he he was good with targets last year. I mean, I mean half PPR. It's it's not as big a deal. I think most people nowadays are probably playing at the very least half PPR. Trey, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not many people do standard anymore. It's just too boring. Um, you know, there's games, especially we've had a couple of years where games are you know end at zero three, and then you're like, you know, mm-hmm. no fantasy points barely. And it's just, uh, it's funner. You know, the more points you get to play with, the funner it is, I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I like to, uh, I think that everything that is positive, positive yards, positive catch, anything I think should be worth points in a league. And if it's high scoring, it's high scoring. But uh, standard just doesn't do it for me, buddy. When a a wide receiver catches a 90-yard touchdown, you should be bumping, not get six points, you know? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Patrick Mahomes did go at the three six. Um, then Jalen up. Oh, see, well, that's what happens right there, bro. A quarterback goes off the board, and people people get nervous. They're like, yeah, Uh-oh, exactly. You get some panic. You like better give mine. Mm-hmm. And you took Aaron Jones. I was hoping he would come back to me. He didn't. That's fine. But uh, no, sir. I got the big, heavy three stack monster. <laughs> you do got some good stuff going there. Um, why not? Why not? Okay, okay. I almost went there. I almost went there. Um, but I was thinking four running backs. So it's probably just a little too heavy at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, and I seen Joe Burrow sitting out there in the fourth round, and I said, "Give me that." Guess what, Trey? Sir Bongs a lot in the clouds. In the clouds, yes, sir. <laughs> hey, and Sir Bongs says, "Don't sleep." Hit that like button. You heard our boy Bongs, man. Um, appreciate that, Bongs, man. Let him know. Let him know what to do, man. Help the boys out over here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got to say, I am loving the way my team has turned out. And I'm loving the way you, you got Joe Burrow to add to that. Oh, I'm liking how this whole draft has turned out, to be honest. There's a lot of players that are going exactly the way I would predict it. Uh, mm-hmm. Mahomes, then Hurts, then Allen, then Burrow, mm-hmm. then Jackson. The only thing is if I – it's really – I want to ask you this question. If you had right here in the moment you had to pick a quarterback for your fantasy team and you had you were staring down Joe Burrow and Josh Allen, who are you taking? I'm going to go Joe Burrow, man. I think so too, man. I really do, and, and that's crazy to me because Josh Allen had, what, two QB one years in a row back-to-back? It's just the thing with – I think it is for people is that Allen is more likely to get out and run. So people are like, I can get them yards on them legs. But I think this Burrow, he, he's the guy who has those monster games, man, and just just wins you weeks. You know what I mean? 
No doubt, no doubt. And I think a lot of people are worried about Allen with, with the way he plays, if he's going to catch an injury or not. I mean, this dude literally um, just, you know, goes against everything it stands for as a quarterback to protect himself. I mean, he puts himself out on the line every game, and that's great, and that's a team player, but that's how you get an injury that could cost you your career. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, you're right, but Josh Allen is still a monster. I mean – if Josh Allen was still on the board and Joe Burrow wasn't, out of all the quarterbacks left, I would have definitely went Josh Allen. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> I might think about Lamar. Don't get me wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go Allen. See, I'm th- I'm taking Allen over Lamar, but I'm taking Hurts, Burrow, and Mahomes over Allen. Yeah, for sure. I don't never get Mahomes. I don't think I have ever had Mahomes on my team. Just take too early, man. Yeah, you got to be the first one to pull the trigger on quarterback, and no one wants to do it except for the dude that wants Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know what I'm doing. Bank the guy who won our league last year had Mahomes though, so mm-hmm. and took him in the first round. Yeah, in the super. I mean, flex. it was a super flex, but um, I think he what he got. Well, he had like what second pick because it went Allen Mahomes. I think. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Mm. I'd be surprised to see Allen go before Mahomes in any draft this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna take me some DJ Moore. I, I really think I know he's in Chicago. I know Justin Fields is there, but look, these guys are getting together. Um, they're figuring things out, they're getting that chemistry up, and I really, really think that DJ Moore is gonna break out over there on the Bears and that happens and that helps Fields numbers too. And everybody's saying Fields is gonna bust out this year. So if Fields busts out, I'm 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 pretty sure DJ Moore is going to, too. Yeah, it's very possible for sure. Um, it just scares me for any player on the Bears team to have on my team. Um, but who knows? <laughs> Let's see. Wide receiver looking a little thin here. Yes, sir. Um, but I'm pretty stacked at the running back. So think I'm going to have to go out on a limb here and get me some pity city. Okay. Okay. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. with Anthony Richardson at quarterback now. I like the pick, Trey. Hopefully that connection, you know, uh, you know we've seen great uh, spurts out of Pittman. It's just been his quarterback play has been a little rough. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a couple injury here and there. Um, but I think with Richardson and him, if they stay healthy and they stay connected, both young guys, I think they can really compete and, and put some stuff out there for fantasy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man. It is looking a little rough. It is looking rough, buddy. I think I'm – I feel like I can get this guy – I feel like I can wait around later for the guy I'm looking at right now in my wide receiver um, pool here. But uh, I really want him on my team, so I, I think I might for him and get him. No, you know what? I'm going to wait. And I'm not going to say it because then somebody will probably take him. Yeah, right. Oh. I reached a little bit here. That's who I was talking about, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I reached a little bit here, went down about five uh, receivers on the list because I really think that Christian Kirk, you know, with that Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley, that's going to be a combo. And a lot of these teams are going to want to double-team Calvin Ridley, and Kirk's going to be out there, and he's going to get open, and he's going to get that ball. Sniped your boy, man. That's messed up. Hey, when when you when you take heavy running back early, you got to find the needle in the haystack. You're right. And Kirk was just sitting there waiting. That's how I usually, you know, that's how I like to play, buddy. And I like I like to see you uh, 
I love that, bro. You never see that when you draft just three hard-hitting running backs, bro. Mm. Yes, sir. Monstrosity. I love that. Let's see. I thought about Ayuk. I thought about Ayuk, but I really think that Chris Godwin, he's usually a target monster slot receiver. Uh, I always are all, all, always through the middle there. I love to see him getting the balls, man. And I really think even with Baker Mayfield that uh, Godwin's going to get his. Yeah, and then that was where my, my decision was. It was between Godwin and Kirk. Um, and that Baker Mayfield just scares me enough. And I know, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he's he's got to that point. He solidified his role. He stepped up to the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christian Kirk got work last year as the one. Um, as the two, he's going to get more open and and get those um, those deeper passes. So I, I went with the Kirk route. I love it. I love it so much. I wanted to do it myself. Well, let's see. We are in the seventh round has just begun. I think it's about that time. You know what I mean? It's about that time. In a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Traylon Burks goes at the 7-2. I was really hoping I'd get to grab him up here in the seventh round. But, hey, good for him, you know, going in the early seventh. I really thought Kirk was going to come back to me. I know I'm still on that, but I really thought I, <laughs> I really thought I could have waited one more round to get Kirk. Honestly, I oh, thought, I don't, I don't, uh-uh. you don't no think way. that would have happened? No, you'd have had to take him that round because if I didn't take him, you would have been able to get him. But I don't think you could have waited another. Hmm. David Montgomery goes off at the seven four. I think that could be some uh, some value right there, man. I really, I think David Montgomery stays healthy and the Lions defense or offense I think is going to get touchdowns I think he'll be the goal line guy yeah and actually the scout come out and said that you know he was watching Jameer Gibbs and uh you know he he said he's a good player but he's nothing special Hmm. um and that he thinks he will accent David Montgomery well in the offense Hmm. so Hmm. you know that's that's something to think about you know Aaron Rodgers, seventh round, waited to the seventh round, got me Aaron Rodgers, new quarterback, New York Jets. He's got Garrett Wilson at his command. I'm really surprised at how far Aaron Rodgers has been falling. I mean, I am surprised, but I'm not just because of, uh, you know, we saw his accuracy dip last year, and I think that's really scared people off, you know? Definitely, definitely. I love the Aaron Rodgers when you go late for quarterback. That's my my def- definite pick. If I start seeing quarterbacks I want to go off the board, I just stick around, wait a little bit, get me some Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I probably could have waited uh, uh, another round or two and still managed to get Rodgers, but I just wanted to make sure um, the way my team is shaping up, I just wanted to make sure I had a good quarterback to round it off, you know? Yeah, man, because you start getting to those seventh, eighth, ninth round, people start trying to grab their second quarterback. Exactly. Um, you know, for people that are worried about injury, uh, like a Lamar Jackson owner or, you know, an Allen owner or even a Hurts owner, to be honest. I mean, as much as he runs around. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, buddy, I do love this draft. We've got some some real players here. You can tell by the way the board is falling. We got some guys that know what they're doing, don't you? Definitely, definitely. Um, here in the seventh round, I went ahead and got my tight end. I got me some Dallas Goddard. Um, I think he's steadily just going to climb in the tight end rankings. Uh, this dude is a monster. He's on a monster team with monster receivers. He's going to be open because these guys have to defend A.J. Brown, Smith, all these guys out there. Um, he's going to get open. He's going to get the ball. And Hurts loves him some Goddard, especially when they're uh, 21 points ahead in the game and they need a first down. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know I love me some Goddard, buddy. Um, he was good for me last year until he got hurt and, you know, got a little rough, but 
Uh, I had a great fill-in with Evan Ingram, so it worked out for me. It is probably about that tight end time, and I know went ahead and got me some Jahan Dotson here. Um, I've actually been hearing a lot of great things about Jahan Dotson. Um, you know, remember, uh, I think it was the beginning of last year, or maybe the year before, they were kind of giving him some Debo Samuel type plays. You know, he's running the ball yeah. here and there. He's a rookie last um, year, yeah. And they're starting to talk about like they're really trying to focus on that um, and really get this guy some reps in. So uh, I think at the eighth round, I think it's a good value for a guy that could be a versatile receiver running back style player. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, we just got to hope that the quarterback play is good. Sam Howell over there. He's got a year under a belt. We did see Sam Howell come in and beat the Dallas Cowboys in uh, his first start, but um, this is his team now. And I love it because I don't know if you remember, but last year I was talking up Sam Howell, man, how I liked him a lot. And I'm, I'm really excited to get to see him uh, get a chance to be that guy. And I think he's going to do good things with it. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I mean, I'm excited for anybody to do good things in Washington because it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I mean, what about old scary Terry? Scary Terry's been doing it. He's, he does what he can <laughs> to yeah. put points up for fantasy, but you know, that dude wishes he was on a Super Bowl type team because he knows he'd perform well for him. He's a great wide receiver though. He, he, he's, he's awesome. I like, uh, scary Terry CM popping and says, this must be Call of Duty because I've been getting sniped. Woo! Man, he's taking them hits. CM grabbed Traylon Burke, so you snipe me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Let's see how my team is. He's watching the show too much. He sees every week I got Traylon Burks on my team. <laughs> <laughs> you can never watch the show too much. Never. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Khalil Herbert. Gets uh goes in the ninth round. Um, Khalil Herbert, I think he's going to do good this year, don't you? Now they got David Montgomery out of Chicago. It's just there's a big question mark over Chicago for me. Even with Justin Fields, people are saying he's going to be, you know, uh, he, he's like right there on the cusp of the top notch quarterbacks. And um, between him, the running game, I, I just don't know how it's going to shake out, buddy. I feel like drafting Justin Fields is like playing the lottery, man. You could win a hundred dollars, or you could win nothing. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just one of those risks, and uh, but when if you win a hundred dollars, you're going to be happy without a doubt. <laughs> okay, your boys on. Oh, all right, I like this. I'll get P Ryan. Okay, okay, nine seven. Okay, I mean, even if he comes out and he freaking uh, Javante Williams. We heard a little bit of news on him. He might be coming back, but that's really just what they've been saying. He might be. Um, I think either way, they're not going to put too much pressure on him, and P. Ryan's going to get work. Even if even if P. Ryan starts the first five games, bro, I think in the ninth round, he's worth it, don't you? Definitely, definitely. And if you look, you know, uh, Javante Williams went in the eighth round um, because people don't really know what's going on with the running back system in, in Denver. And uh, so that's that's value for fantasy. You know, get one of those guys in the later rounds. And if it's not the guy, well, you didn't really spend too much on him, so you should be all right. But if it is the guy, you just hella valued your fantasy draft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. CM earlier said this must be Call of Duty because I'm getting sniped, and Sir Bongs a lot says, "We'll stop camping then." <laughs> <laughs> oh, back on the clock, I am. I do like that. I do love when you're close to the beginning or the end when it comes back around to you that fast. Definitely, definitely. And for me, I like it more when I'm on the 
um, the end of it. Mm-hmm. You timed out, buddy. I got my pick, though. You got it in? Good job. Yes, got sir. Okay, okay. Michael Thomas? Yes, sir. You know, this dude's had a couple rough years, not played a lot of games, but, it, you know, it's just one of those things. When you get him in the 10th round, if he can ever produce the way he has before, um, this dude's going to be a menace and probably a league winner um, mm. grabbing him in the 10th round like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll stack me some Alan Lazard with Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure with Lazard, uh, Aaron Rodgers might start panicking and be like, oh, 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 I know that guy. Boom. <laughs> there you go. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dalvin Cook, I just want to bring this up real quick, falls to the fifth round because uh, he hasn't got a team yet. Um, Karch went ahead and grabbed him up in the fifth round, which I think is major value. Um, I guarantee you this dude gets a team and, and produces well for fantasy. Of course, when he gets his team, um, obviously he'll go up in the drafts, but um, still think in this situation right now, not knowing the fifth round is a great spot to grab Dalvin Cook. For sure, for sure. You're right, though. We don't know where he's going to go. There's a lot of talks. We actually have a video on our channel, if you check that out, where we think Dalvin's going to go. It's everything happening with Dalvin, check that out. Um what do you think Dalvin's going, buddy? I've been hearing um, lots of different things. What have you heard? Yeah, you know, the most recent thing I heard is that he was trying to pair up with Hopkins and mm-hmm. uh, and and go somewhere together. Um, and, you know, I heard some talk about Miami. Well, now that Hill's got all this thing going on, you know, I was thinking maybe, you know, he'll mm-hmm. get suspended. Hopkins and Cook pair up, go to Miami um, and take over. It's possible. Um, what? I know you were telling me earlier, what happened with uh, Tyreek on the boat? So it sounds like uh, he was on a boat trip on Father's Day weekend. Um, One of the people that worked at the boat place um, was giving him drama, causing him problems. I don't know. Uh, He'll basically told him, you know, uh, if you come down on this boat, I'm going to slap you. Uh, (laughs) The dude stepped down on the boat, so he'll slap him. I mean, he was just being a man of his word. That's all it was. Mm. And uh, we'll see how it plays out. It sounds like the guy's not going to press charges. Um, you know, maybe he was in the wrong. I'm not sure how it all played out because I sure. feel like if I was slapped by an NFL player, I'd probably press charges just for the dollar signs. <laughs> um, but hey, you know, maybe he's a good guy and he's like realizes that he's the one that messed up and he doesn't want to ruin somebody's career over it. So good for him. Also, he is in Miami, so maybe it's like, bro, if I sue the Dolphins, if I see Tyreek Hill, people are are gonna, gonna like hate me forever. Throw yeah. stuff at me, you know what I mean? If I am the reason Tyreek doesn't play next year, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. But I get it. But I get it. <laughs> See how it's shaking out. See how it's shaking out. Devonta Foreman, he's over there in Chicago too, huh? That is going to be a lot in the back over there. In I Chicago. know, man. It scares me uh, of who to look at and, and where this team's going forward. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's good that they've got all the options, but I need to know which one's going to be the master. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I'm on the clock. I'm I'm feeling it. I'm, all, I'm feeling it. Why not? Adam Thielen, I think, you know. On. Let's go. You were hoping, you were seeing who's, he was going to fall to you, huh? Yes, he sure did. Awesome. Tank Bigsby, baby. The Oof. tank. I'm going to come in and get those goal line work. I mean, I'll be scared of anybody named Tank, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, his name is Tank Bigsby. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> 
And it, that'd be hilarious if dude was like five seven, you know, one eighty five. I mean, it might. You know how it is. You know, you got a big old dude named Tiny or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's see how my team is shaking out. What am I in need of here? Uh, two more slots till we get to our kickers and defense. So we're drafting for depth right now, Trey. Definitely, definitely. That's what you want to do with these uh, lower slots. Take a couple dart throws, something like that. People that might break out or, you know, somebody that you think is going to help your team is possibly could help your team. And if not, then there's somebody you throw on the waiver wire. Immediately. <laughs> and I think here... I would go Zay Jones here, but I already have Kirk. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want too much on the same team. Um, Jacoby Myers is on the board, um, which I think would be a decent wide receiver depth, but also DJ Chark's down there. Um, Tyler Boyd, and I think too. I think I'll lean that way. I think I'll lean DJ Chark. Um, I really think Carolina. Um, you know, they've kind of got this Frankenstein team. I seem to keep calling it. Um, and I think it's going to look different. You know, none of these guys are established on this team. It's anybody's field um, to get the ball, and it's going to be the best man out there is going to get it. I think DJ Chark is a great wide receiver, and I think he can step up to the plate and take over that role. I like it. I like it. If you look over at the running backs, bro, it is rough. Oh, yeah. Running backs are gone. I mean, just the top of the board, we got Zeke, obviously still out there. Fournette, both of these guys don't have a team. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire shouldn't have a team. Uh, Probably won't by the time the season starts. Um, Spears, Ford, Brown, Hubbard, Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt, he doesn't have a team either. I still can't believe that. I mean, but we got guys like Dalvin Cook out there without a team. Kareem Hunt, you know, this he might be done, to be honest. I mean, maybe he gets grabbed up halfway through the season based off injury, but Mm. I don't know, buddy. I don't know. And Bayou Bangle popping in saying, hit that like button, y'all. Appreciate that, Bayou. Check out yes, Bayou sir. Bangle. If you enjoy fantasy content, Bayou Bangle also is very knowledgeable about all his stuff. We had him on last week on the show. He was great. Check out Bayou Bangle Fantasy Network, guys. You can actually just go on our main page, scroll to the bottom, and he's on our friends list if that's an easy way to find him. Definitely. Okay, uh, Jonathan Mingo at the twelve seven. I I think John. I think people are actually sleeping on Jonathan Mingo. I I know he's a rookie, but this dude has got some good hands. I mean, he hasn't had a few drops, but I think that Mingo is going to go out there with his rookie quarterback Bryce Young, and they're going to make magic happen. Yeah, I mean, he had a four four six uh, forty. He was the fifth wide receiver taken in the draft this year. Um, this dude, you know, he's, he's surprising people out there in practice. So I'm excited to see what he can do on the field. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. We got three rounds left, buddy. Three rounds left. Um, you got a backup quarterback yet? Not yet. I know who you're looking at. And guess <laughs> what? I come before you. <laughs> Oh, I didn't want to answer that question. (laughs) (laughs) Bayou says, y'all talking about done running backs? I think Elliott is done for sure. Mm. Hey, there you go. And and honestly, I think it's it's good for him. But the only thing that that makes me think that he's not done is if you see the last play that he ever played in the NFL, he does not want that to be his last play where he starts at center and just gets trucked. (laughs) I mean, no one wants to go out on that. So like maybe he jumps in for one play just to be able to say, hey, that wasn't my last one. 
Um, but I think he's he just I, I wouldn't want to go out on that being my last play. Well, here's the thing, man. Um, injuries happen. And if you look at who if you need somebody to fill in, if Zeke doesn't find a team, let's say that. But if, if you need somebody to fill in, Zeke would be actually a great grab uh, to fill in for an injured, you know, whoever. Don't Exactly. I mean, honestly, um, depending on the team, I would take Zeke over Hunt, you know, if we're looking for somebody um, just to get in and, and punch it through the line a couple times, you know, because mm-hmm. Hunt, he's he's shown great in the past couple of years. But I mean, the last the last recent years, he has looked terrible on the yeah. field. Well, it seems as though last year they were also given um, Nick Chubb most of the carries, which they should because Nick Chubb is a beast. But the years previous before that, it seems like they were splitting carries almost 50 50. So um, Hunt might still have a little bit in the chamber, but who knows? I ch- Look, bro, I left your dude on the board for you, man. I didn't take your guy, and Milkman took him. Got him. It's okay, though, because guess who was still out there? Derek Carr, baby. Oh, and, wow. You know, a safe, a safe pick there as my last pick. I didn't Just see waiting that. behind Burrow, just chilling. I did not see that. <laughs> was he below the rookies? Oh, yeah, he's below Bryce Young. Wow. I had to go down there and get me some Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what, though? I I ended up grabbing um, CJ for Houston. We know he's going to be a day one starter. Um, They don't really have the best wide receiver crew going on out there, but I think Nico Collins is probably going to be their main guy. They got a couple rookies over there, but... I mean, just to show, you know, th- this is one of the reasons why I like Superflex uh, the most. I mean, you got guys still on the board. You know, people are taking defenses and quarterbacks that are still on the board. You got Geno Smith, Jerry Goff, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Bryce Young, Jordan Love, Matthew Stafford. I like to see all these guys on people's teams, and that's why I like Superflex the best. Um, but hey, everybody plays different, and this mm-hmm. half PPR, you know, let me get some Derek Carr as my very last pick in the entire draft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and cm's got a question trey chubba hubbard could have some value this year what do you think buddy i mean it's very possible you know uh sanders has never really been the guy to take all the snaps um he's he's been on the eagles team where they kind of split the backfield and and uh if they give him too much he seems to kind of struggle so i mean uh hubbard could get in there and, and take some reps and and when he gets out on the field normally you know, he, he's pretty fresh and ready to go. And he comes out there and pushes through these guys who have been playing all day um, and can get some yardage for your team. So I definitely think it's worth a look uh, with Sanders getting older and coming from a team where he already split the backfield. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, we've seen Chuba, Chuba come out and, and, and do things here and there when he needed to fill in. Um, but is he somebody you would draft or do you think you could wait and get him off waivers, Trey? I mean, in a draft like this one, you're going to have to draft him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because right. these running backs, you know, everybody in this league is definitely big on their running back depth. Um, so in a, in, a, in a draft like this, it just depends on who you're drafting with. You know, if, if you've got people that are just big wide receiver, deep heavy, you know, maybe you can find him on the waivers. But I would just watch where he's at on the draft list and try to stay a, ahead of the game. And who knows, you know, maybe uh, he has doesn't really do much the first couple games a week. Somebody drops him, you can grab him up then. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some guys that I'm, I'm too, uh, iffy to pull the trigger on in the draft. Um, but I'm kind of hoping somebody drops him a couple weeks in. I'm trying to see where dude fell. Do you see him? Where is she? Where did Chuba fall? Uh, let me see. Here. I couldn't, I couldn't find him, but did somebody definitely got him though? Didn't they? 
Let me look, look at the players. Let me look. No, at he's still he's still on. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, so even in the uh, even in this heavy running back uh, league, he's still on waivers. So you could probably get him almost guaranteed. I mean, he's he's down there after Fournette and Edwards Hilaire, which I think is is crazy. <laughs> um, I mean, Hilaire hasn't had a snap in like six games, and and he's fresh and ready to go. Um, Hubbard's going to be on a team where you know he's probably going to get some reps every every week. You know, maybe mm-hmm. not a lot. But, you know, if you're struggling on a bye week or something, I think he's a fill-in when you need a flex. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, One more pick. Oh, look at that, bro. Kyler Murray. Second to the last pick. Kyler Murray. <clears throat> They're saying that he could be ready week one, so. I don't see it happening. You don't think? I know I don't we, think so. everybody's saying that the Arizona Cardinals are going to be terrible this year. Just, just, just terrible. But, look. What if Murray doesn't play? Uh, uh-huh. I'd be excited to lean more towards a Marquise Brown. Um, you know, he—I mean—he's going to be the guy over there now that Hopkins is gone, and and I want to see some fresh meat come in there and, and pass the ball around. I think Marquise Brown is a great receiver. He just needs somebody to get him the ball, and, and Murray's too busy worried about running this way, running that way, and and, and getting sacked. So, mm-hmm. yep. And that's the end of the draft, guys. Stay tuned. We're going to go through the teams, sort of talk about players we think are good talk about some of these draft picks there's some bangers in there guys don't forget to hit that like button for us and subscribe to our channel we are doing big things over here this season is going to be lit you're going to want to be a part of it definitely definitely let's take a look at the board buddy um i gotta tell you man i would love to keep this team and and just go with it (laughs) just turn that into a freaking yeah me too man honestly uh, I'm pretty excited about my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you are, bro. Look at that running back start you got going on over there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But let's get it started. Let's start with Mac Attack. One, two, three. I'm going to start with the running backs here. We got Christian McCaffrey, Miles Sanders, Alvin Kamara, Khalil Herbert, Miller, you started great with the with the McCaffrey. It is hard, at least for me, and I've heard people say this before, to draft from the one spot. Um, but I've also seen people like Trey just kill a one spot draft. So um, you just got to play it just right. I love how you started with McCaffrey. Miles Sanders, they paid him $15 million. Chances are they're going to use this guy. Um, but that's like... Kamara, is he going to play Herbert? We hope he does. I just think it's just a little weak at running back. Don't you agree? I will. I will agree. But he did grab Kendra Miller. Just I think that was a, a like a kind of a keep safe for Kamara, um, thinking that maybe Miller sure. steps in if Kamara goes out, um, and and to try to kind of balance that out a little bit. But it is a little rough at running back. Christian McCaffrey is going to carry that other guy though. It's only a two running back league. You can flex mm-hmm. right receivers if you need to. Um, so it's not the worst look in the world um but it's hard drafting first man i mean if you look you know uh he, he takes mccaffrey and then you don't get another pick for 19 picks yep. um or even more i think because yeah this is a 12 uh yeah so it's i mean almost 20 picks later he gets chris olave as his second pick um mm. which you know he took a little high um but if you're a chris olave believer i am um i think he definitely can produce i just think you could have got a little bit better value but maybe not because again you got to wait for everyone in the draft to take a pick and come back to you um goes all the way down and comes back it's scary you know so he got him some Olave and Higgins two wide receivers that he's um probably a believer of 
um, which both I can agree on both of them being good. Yeah. Um, got him some Marquise Brown um, later in the, in the game, which I just talked about. If he gets a better uh, quarterback in there, maybe uh, or just a different quarterback that can get him the ball, whether the Cardinals are good or not. Um, I think a quarterback can get him the ball and Brown can do stuff with it. Um, got him Odell Beckham in the 10th round, which I think is value. I talk about every week. Um, mm-hmm. I think this dude is going to produce. And I think that because he hasn't done it recently, um, he's fallen in drafts and that's great for you. Um, and great for you to get value in your draft. Um, and got him some John Mechie out there just to, um, top it off. Um, yeah, I really don't hate this team. Uh, you know, you got Justin Fields as a quarterback. We talked about the lottery ticket, you know, it could be a hundred dollars. And I really, you know what? That's a lot though. When you're drafting first, I think that's what your team has to be. It has to be a lottery ticket team. You're, you're cause you're going to have to reach on guys here and there. Um, but you're going to get some guys that are going to be guaranteed hundred dollars scratch off tickets, you know, like Christian <laughs> McCaffrey at the top up there. <laughs> yeah yeah i love the lottery metaphor you keep throwing out there buddy um um <laughs> fantasy football is one big lottery in a in a in a in a way you know what i'm saying definitely definitely um but uh yeah do you think this is a playoff team i think it could be molded into a playoff team uh, I think this team lives and dies on Justin Fields, to be honest. I think uh, everything else can get him there if he has a strong quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't get a backup quarterback, so this team lives and dies on Justin Fields. If Justin Fields does what he does and runs 80 yards a game, this team easily gets to the playoffs. And McCaffrey, too, don't you think? McCaffrey and Fields, I think, basically. What was that? I was saying McCaffrey, too, I think. McCaffrey and Fields. This right, yeah, exactly. You know, McCaffrey does have the injury history and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I think the team knows how to use him a little better than um, Carolina, and uh, they understand, you know, what the risks are with McCaffrey. So, mm-hmm. CM says Olave at the start of round two is premium, Trey. I don't think it's too early. There you go. See that? See, in my head, I was thinking I would take him there, but I feel like most people wouldn't. So maybe not everybody's sleeping on a lobby like I thought. <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. Let's move to the next team. We got right there a boy, CM Carks. Started off strong with the Justin Jefferson, Waddle, Jameer Gibbs, who I love this year. I love Jameer Gibbs. Amari Cooper. Uh, 1,200 yards last year or 1,100 yards last year. Um, a lot of catches, a lot of catches. He actually was better with Jacoby Brissett than he was with Deshaun Watson when he got there. So um, I do like the Amari Cooper grab, um, but I'm going to go running backs. I'm going to go strictly running backs here, and I'm going to go Jameer Gibbs, I think, is going to get targets, half PPR format. Don't forget about that. Dalvin Cook, when he gets to a team, is going to be good, I think. Um, then you go Pacheco, Elijah Mitchell. I like I like the way this running back room is, you know, Pacheco. I mean, you can he's going to get volume. We know that. So that's good. Um, Jameer Gibbs, hopefully he's good. And then Dalvin Cook. I mean, it's a little it's a little questionable. What do you think? Yeah, it's definitely a little risky, but you have to uh, take a little risk on your running back when you go Justin Jefferson round one, You're followed right. by Jalen Waddle. You know, his receivers are stacked enough that um, it should bring the balance of the team out a little bit. And like I said, if Dalvin Cook goes anywhere, I think that he's immediately becomes the RB1 on this team, yep. and it's no problem. 
Um, but getting that Justin Jefferson, Jalen Waddle there with Amari Cooper as your third receiver, I love that stack. Also with Burks as depth, who I think you'll probably end up replacing um, for Amari Cooper and putting Burks in the lineup because I think he's really going to take off. Hmm. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster down there, you know, I mean, New England really has nobody to give the ball to. So, um, you know, Juju's going to get those deep plays and and he can be a, a bi-week uh, fill-in here and there. So I like that grab in the ninth round. Um Dawson Knox is the tight end for Buffalo. You know, we we went back and forth on this. If Dawson Knox is the man or not, I know last year he had some amazing games with you know almost like several touchdowns back to back in different games uh, at the tight end spot. And when you're reaching for a tight end this late in the game, I mean, you really just grab who you grab, and then you check the waiver if that dude doesn't produce. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, in. I don't, I don't, I don't hate this team at all. Um, Cousins, you know, obviously got the stack with Jefferson, mm-hmm. um, which is about the only time I would take Cousins. But if I had Jefferson, I want that stack because if we know Jefferson is going to produce, Cousins is going to produce with him, and both those two right there—that's two players putting up fantasy points every week on my team at max value. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think this is a playoff team, don't you? Definitely, definitely. I mean, obviously, outside of Dalvin Cook getting a team, uh, but that'll happen. So, yeah, this is a playoff team. Right, right. And that's why you don't draft until you get, you know, I, I like to draft uh, a week, not even maybe a, a few days before the season starts. You don't want to draft too early. I know it's exciting. I know you want to get to it and get it done, but guys, wait to draft, please. But let's keep going, buddy. Good team, CM. Looks great, buddy. Let's get to the next team. We got Gichelle. Gichelle starting off strong with the Jamar Chase. Ooh, then you hit that. I like that. Getting that wide receiver, Jamar Chase, that solid guy. And then look at the next three picks. Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, and Alexander Madison. I, I like the way that's starting, man. Um I like Brees Hall, man. I think Brees Hall's ready uh, to go. We saw Aaron Rodgers last year feed Aaron Jones. Um, he's going to feed Brees Hall as soon as he gets in there. Travis Etienne, I know people are very um, iffy on Etienne this year, but I really think Etienne is going to come out, and for half PPR, I think he is a great pick. And Madison, um, if he's going to be the guy, which I, I really think he is and I hope he is, uh, I love that pick. I love it in the fourth round. Uh, yeah, the fourth round. Yeah, those first first four picks are giving me very very dynasty league type draft. You know what I mean? These are some younger running back guys who are going to continue to produce over the years. I mean, um, a lot of these guys, you know, Alexander Madison just got that role where he's going to take over, and and him going in the fourth round, I think, is major value. I love that even after Dalvin Cook has been dropped, Alexander Madison is still in the fourth round. Uh, I should have probably looked there, honestly. I I wouldn't <laughs> even care. I would have went four stack if I saw he was out there, but I did not see him. Um, yeah, I mean, I really like this, you know, grabbing that one solid wide receiver, um, you know, your other wide receivers, you don't even have to really look, you can go waivers if you needed to, you got, you know what I mean? Just grab a couple guys late round when you get a stack like Brees Hall, ETN, Madison, and George Kittle all lined up, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, CM says, not going to lie. After hearing you guys break down my team, I'm feeling good about it. There you go, baby. Flex on them, baby. Flex on them. And then uh, Fantasy Sports Corporation, look at these studs. You got Bandy or Trey as a 101. (laughs) You know they got to go Bandy, man. (laughs) 
And then uh, CM says, this guy's at the three probably won the draft. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. This this team is great. And then you got Kittle. Um, Lockett, we know Lockett's going to produce. And I know you're high on Deontay Johnson, Trey. I do like Deontay Johnson this year. I'm, I'm not high on Deontay Johnson. I'm high on taking Deontay Johnson in late rounds. <laughs> um, that don't mean I'm going to go up and get him anytime uh, sooner. Uh, you know, if he falls to me, I'll take him. I'm not reaching for Deontay Johnson, but I think he's going to produce way more than his fantasy value in the drafts. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, guys, don't forget, check out Fantasy Sports Corporation, man. They've got shows for all kinds of fantasy sports. They got golf. They got football. They even got wrestling. Check out the Fantasy Sports Corp. Trey, put your head back down. <laughs> <laughs> Good guys over there, but uh, this is definitely a playoff team in my eyes. For sure. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Winning. Moving to the next, we got Big Z253 starting it off with a banger. Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, and going and getting their tight end a little early, Mark Andrews. Um, that's about where Andrews usually falls. I think maybe you probably could have waited another round for Andrews. Um, didn't get a running back until the fourth round, but you managed to grab Dobbins. You got Dobbins, Montgomery, AJ Dillon, Harris. Um, like you said, they go wide receiver heavy. They they play Montgomery, Dobbins. Maybe AJ Dillon is getting is hitting hard this year. You might be able to slide him in at your running back position. And then, dude, the wide receivers are are great. Um, go for it, Trey. Yeah, think? man. You know, he got Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, and DeAndre Hopkins. Obviously, that stack right there is going to scare anybody. Um, still got him some depth at wide receiver, even though he doesn't probably need it. Brandon Cooks, Rondell Moore, and Jacoby Myers. Um, obviously, Rondell Moore has some spurts on the field. We have to see it produce with Arizona the way they're crumbling. But um, Jacoby Myers and Brandon Cooks, I think, are both great value to have on your bench. Um, so his wide receivers are set. And then he just got him some, uh, you know, not the greatest running backs in the world, but he couldn't because he got such great wide receivers. But he still got him some J.K. Dobbins, um, who a lot of people think is going to produce this year. David Montgomery, um, if Jameer Gibbs can't produce, David Montgomery is going to be that guy to take over that role as a veteran. A.J. Dillon, I mean, obviously we've seen him uh, go back-to-back with Aaron Jones, and they kind of split the backfield a little bit. So he's going to get some points out of that. And then Dan Harris in Buffalo, you know, obviously we don't know how that's going to play out, but um, – Trevor Lawrence as his quarterback, you know, uh, who I really like in, uh, as a value pick at quarterback this year. Um, I think this is a very solid all-around good team. Um, yeah. And I, I, I see it making the playoffs um, pretty easily, honestly, as long as, you know, uh, p- uh, pending injury, I think this team is, is pretty solid. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think the running back room is is like we talked about. It's just a little it's, – it's a little lackluster to me. It, it is – it needs that one good running back, but like you said, they started off strong with those wide receivers, so it makes sense. But Dobbins could be that guy if he stays healthy. Definitely. Playoff team, playoff team though. Um, but let's keep going. Saints. Saints Acre started off Austin Eckler. You know, I've been seeing Austin Eckler drop and drop in the ADP. Not like, like tons, but he started at the one, and he's slowly moving his way down, man. People are starting to slide ahead of him, and um, I mean, it makes sense of the contract negotiations with Eckler, but uh, I think they're going to feed Eckler. They got Kellen Moore over there as the offensive coordinator. You know, he, he likes to throw a lot and we, we've seen him throw to his running backs over in Dallas. So I think Eckler gets the work 
Ramondre Stevenson, Najee Harris. I love, love that start. Austin Eckler, Ramondre, Najee Harris. I love it. That's my start. And real quick, I want to say before we get too far past it, um, I forgot to mention J.K. Dobbins. Um, there's actually some news about him. He uh, is is holding out um, on practices, looking for a contract. And I'm like, that worries me just a little bit because I think the Ravens, you know, they could just be like, uh, no, and then just drop him like it's hot mm. and uh, and move on with something else, you know, because he, I mean, he he's not done well for them the past couple of years because of his injuries and everything like that. Um, to the point where the team, you know, just wants to give him money. And how many years does he have left, you know, with, with the way he plays, you know? Uh, so he, he's holding out for a big contract. That scares me just a little bit. Um, but I just wanted to touch on that real quick to uh, make people aware. Absolutely. No, yeah, makes makes sense, buddy. Um, what, do you want to break down these running backs or, or, sorry, wide receivers for me real quick? Yeah, so obviously he, did, he started out with the um, running back, running back, running back. So he didn't get his first wide receiver till round four and got him Calvin Ridley, um, which is amazing to me. Um, that's a great wide receiver one, in my opinion, to have on my team if I'm going running back heavy at the front. Got him some Jerry Judy, who also I love this year and I think mm-hmm. will really surprise people. Um, Mike Williams as his wide receiver three, who we all know is up and down, but I mean, he's your wide receiver three. You don't even have to play him. You got depth to um, sub in and out if you think that he's going to have a rough week. Got him some Darren Waller at tight end, which, you know, we've talked about a lot. We like Darren Waller a lot this year. Um, but then on his on his depth for wide receiver, he got him some Zay Flowers, some Cortland Sutton, some Sky Moore. Obviously, Cortland Sutton looks like he grabbed that just in case he's the guy and Jerry Judy doesn't make it. I really think Jerry Judy's going to be the guy, and you can go ahead and drop Cortland Sutton. Um, but he got him just in case, which I think is a, a good idea when you're a little worried about some receivers. Mm-hmm. Zay Flowers, obviously the rookie for Baltimore. We've talked about him a lot. Um, I definitely think he's great depth to have on your team. And Sky Moore, you know, second-year rookie. Um, out of Kansas City. I mean, obviously, it's Super Bowl team. If this dude can step it up, he can put up some points on the board. It's good depth to have on your team. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, man, I'm looking across the board at all these teams, and um, I see uh, this draft. These teams were put together well, all of them. I, I know mm-hmm. I kind of touched on that already, but, man, whew, looks good. Looks good. Cameron popping in saying, rank the five teams so far. Hmm. Rank them. Okay, let's see. Which team would you rather have? Which team would I rather have? I think... I think the... uh, I like this. (laughs) It's hard. (laughs) It is tough. It is tough. Uh, I would start with uh, the Eckler, Ramondre, Najee Harris would be my first one. Yeah, see... I would go in in ranking. I would go team five at the top. Yep. Team three second. Yep. Team two third. Yes. <laughs> and then it would be. Four. I would probably go four, but one is right there. I mean, that's almost a tie for me. One and four, I feel like could go either way. Um, I think one is a more balanced team. Um, which means I would probably lean there and then I would go for last just because uh, the running back uh, room scares me and I like to have a solid running back core. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. But I think I'm going to go 4-1 and lean on my wide receivers. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. There you go. I like that. (laughs) But both of us obviously think Team 5 is the best of the first five uh, there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's keep going, buddy. Let's, Let's keep going. Team six, starting off Tyreek Hill. 
um, then Pollard, then Mahomes, then Hawkinson. Um, I'm going to start with the running backs here. Pollard, Swift, and, uh, and James Cook over at Buffalo. Um, we we do see they got Harris now in Buffalo. I think that the Bills, on all the reports that I've read and some of the scouting that I've done, it's looking more like Jared Cook or Jared Cook, James Cook, is uh, they're, they're trying to get this guy more involved and make him the guy. I think they brought in Harris just to kind of maybe get some goal line work, uh, third down back, just to get a couple of just small yards here and there, big, big situations. But uh, I think him in the seventh round, James Cook, is a good is a good grab, man. I think James Cook, especially in Dynasty, is a great grab, and, and, and he's just going to keep rising and rising as the years go. But uh, Pollard, Swift, Cook are the running backs starting off. I think Pollard is solid. Swift, he's got so many other things in the Philly backfield. It's hard for me. And then James Cook, I think, is going to be decent this year. But I think his progress is coming later on, you know? Definitely. And that's all he's got at running back is those three. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have heard some reports where people are saying that Tony Pollard could be a top two running back this year. Mm. Um, I don't know if he can handle the reps, but I know he's got the athleticism to do it. Um, I just don't know if that's going to, I don't know if I believe that too wholeheartedly. Um, But looking at the receivers, man, honestly, um, it's not great either. um, To be honest, you're starting off Tyreek Hill, which, uh, you know, obviously outside of, um, his outside of the NFL stuff he's got going on right now. If he plays, it's going to be a great pick. But then he goes Brandon Ayuk, um, who is is up and down in a lot of his games. Um, and then Jackson Smith and Jigba, who is a, a rookie, um, followed by Jamison Williams, who's going to be out six uh, six games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jonathan Mingo, also a rookie. Tyler Boyd, wide receiver three on his team. I mean, uh, it just feels like Patrick Mahomes is the only good player on this team uh, outside Hawkinson. of Hill, you know, having a full team. Hawkinson, sure, but uh, honestly, feel like I would have, you know, waited a little bit. I mean, round four, Hawkinson, he could have got Kittle in the fifth round, um, and I'd have leaned more there. Mm. You don't think Hawkinson's going to break out with Adam Thielen being gone? I, I still would. I would still would take Kittle as long as Brock Purdy is the quarterback. Which he could be. He might be if he's good to go. He's going to be the guy. Is what I'm reading on the reports. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think. Yeah, Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to be really good, though, as long as Gino can keep him fed um, with Metcalf over there. I think Njigba is going to be a good wide receiver, but that's hoping for a rookie to break out. You know, A lot of hope on this team. A lot of hope. A lot of hope. You hope Tyreek don't go to jail. <laughs> you hope Tony Pollard's legs will hold up. <laughs> you hope DeAndre Swift is the one that they go to. You right. hope James Cook can actually produce. Yeah. You hope Brandon Ayuk gets the ball thrown to him. You hope Jameson Williams' uh, suspension stops gets gambling. lifted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, CM says, Trey, I think Ayuk is San Francisco's wide receiver, just my opinion. Uh, wide receiver one, he's saying. Okay, okay. I don't know, man. Debo. Uh, Debo's my Debo? dude, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I know Debo's getting a little older too, though. Yeah, you know, it, it and fall uh, a little last year too. Ayuk just had a couple rough years, and I think that's what I think I had him a year where he just like just plummeted, and that and that really sits in my mind every time I hear his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously uh, Ayuk did pretty good last year, so 
Um, I think Ayuk is doing nothing but getting better with age, man. He's like a fine wine, you know? Mm-hmm. Still, this whole team scares me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, outside of Mahomes. We just call this team Hope. Hope to make the playoffs. Let's That's move right. it along. Let's go. I'm going to let you take this next one, buddy. Do it. All right. We got Bandy's team at the seventh spot. Start off strong with Bajan Robinson, Josh Jacobs. Got him some Damian Pierce. Way down in the ninth round, got some Samaje P. Ryan and followed it up with a, a hope on Jeff Wilson there in the 12th round. Um, solid running back room, obviously. Wide receiver-wise, he got him some Debo. He got him some DJ Moore. He got him some Chris Godwin, Lazard, Thielen. You know, so uh, like like Bandy do, uh, a couple guys that, you know, uh, you know, wide receivers that aren't talked about as much, but um, seem to always end up producing in the end. So, um, <laughs> you know, obviously it's it's value at that point. So I like it a lot. Um, Dalton Schultz, as you're tied in, in the eighth round, I think is great. Um, I really excited about him and got the uh, stack with Stroud just in case, you know, something happens to Rodgers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I really like this team, actually. You know, like I said, you know, waiting for the seventh round to get your quarterback, getting some Aaron Rodgers, no problems there. Um, got what you needed to beforehand. Obviously, the DJ Moore scares me a little bit, but other than that, I mean, it's solid all around. <laughs> yes, sir. I love it. I love my team. I really do. Um, I think there were some guys in the sleeper chat saying that I could have waited five more rounds for Aaron Rodgers. Um. I don't know about five more rounds, maybe another one or two, but I wanted to make sure I solidified a, uh, at least a quarterback that I feel like I'm going to be able to count on, you know? I mean, but listen, bro, uh, quarterbacks that went after Aaron Rodgers, um, Deshaun Watson, Tua, Kirk, Dak. I mean, honestly, I kind of want Rodgers over all those guys. Um, Dak, even Dak? Even Dak, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's that's probably the closest for me. Um, but Dak went all the way to the 10th round after all those other guys I mentioned. So I was um, looking at Dak. Honestly, I looked at Dak, and I was like, oh, maybe I should grab Dak here. But I didn't want to root for the Cowboys. So <laughs> Yeah, there you go. And, and, and I really think Rodgers is going to be value regardless of where you take him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, people are hating on Aaron Rodgers. So he's got a new team. I, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to do great this year. Definitely. But uh, what do you think, buddy? Playoff team? Yeah, definitely. I think this is a solid playoff team. You know, uh, everything just kind of flows together. Um, and it's a very just, you know, um, standard stacked uh, half PPR team, man. I like it. Boom. Pow. Moving on to the next team. We've got Fran H2O. Starting off at the 1-8 with Travis Kelsey. Um, Kelsey and PPR, half PPR, any, any form. Kelsey is a monster really. Um, but he's getting older. I mean, we didn't see a lot of give last year. I mean, he was, he was great last year. Um, but Kelsey, I think has got another couple good years in him. I kind of mentioned that earlier. Um, but then you're getting Nick Chubb as your second running or as your first running back in the second round. Um, then Cam Akers, who people are actually really high on, uh, as, Time goes on. The ADP is rising on Cam Akers. Jameson Williams, who we hope is ready, but, you know, should be ready at least. Javante. By... Yes. What'd I say? Jameson. Oh, too many J. Willies, man. Too many J. Willies. Um, but um, I don't know, man. The, the running back room is scary to me. Um, I, of course, I love Nick Chubb. Cam Akers, I'm like, eh, we hope that Cam Akers is going to do good, but. Um, that again, there's more hope. 
I really would love to see some, maybe with some trades, this running back room could get better. What do you think? Yeah, man, just, just overall looking at the team, it looks to me like this team is going to lose a lot of weeks barely. You know what I mean? It just seems like it's almost there, but it's just not enough. It's lacking just a little bit, and mm-hmm. and that's going to hurt it week after week after week. I mean, Devonta Smith, you know, I like him as a wide receiver, but he has rough up and downs. You know, Keenan Allen, rough up and downs. Mike Evans, rough up and downs. So th- this it's going to be a hit or miss kind of week for this guy, and he's constantly going to pull his hair out like because it's, he's never going to know who to start. Um, these guys will go crazy, and then the next week he'll put them in, and then they'll do nothing, and then he'll bench them, and then they'll go crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's that's going to be this dude all year. You know, he's really going to pull his hair out. But this team has the opportunity to be great. It's just uh, scary. Yeah, absolutely. CM says, "I love P Ryan Bandy. I love it. Me too, buddy." And way down deep, that's value, my friend. That is value. Whew, but uh, let's keep rolling, buddy. Let's keep it moving here. Let's go to team three. Uh, but 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 you think that team is probably not going to make the playoffs? By the way, I think it has uh, the opportunity, but I think it. Uh, if I had to pick, you know, yes or no, if I was a betting man, I would say probably not. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, but yeah, like I said, let's go to the next team. Starting off with Jonathan Taylor, then Amon Ra St. Brown, Trey. You know what we haven't done in a while. Give What's me some that? almond. Give me some almond raw, baby. Almond raw. Almond raw. <laughs> yes, sir. The sun god himself, almond raw, in the second round. Um, didn't get another uh, running back till Antonio Gibson in the what is that? The seventh in the seventh, and then Charbonnet. I mean, you got two running back slots. Jonathan Taylor. Um, everybody's really high on him because he's getting some hopefully good quarterback play. I myself took a risk and, and grabbed Jonathan Taylor last year. And I just don't know uh, if my heart could take that again, if you know what I'm saying. So um, I think uh, Gibson is going to do a lot better than people think they've been lining him up everywhere uh, for half PPR. I think Gibson's going to be a good grab and he's going to surprise people. So in the seventh round, that could be some value there. That could be some value as you're running back to Charbonnet. We think uh, he's going to come in and, and, and it takes some of the carries from Kenneth Walker. Um, Kenneth Walker was so good last year. I just don't see how they don't give him, make him the main guy and let Charbonnet back him up. If Charbonnet no. is that guy, you know, Right, right, exactly. Um, yeah, and I just want to say real quick, you know, I love how this draft started. The first three picks he's got there, I mean, uh, as I do, uh, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, Amon Ra, DK Metcalf, that is a solid start to a fantasy football team, baby. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Lamar Jackson, too, and um, as their quarterback, I like that as well. Um, and then Christian Watson, uh, not a lot of talk about Christian Watson. He started off. Uh, the year a little rough, but he started getting him moving. Um, we saw him in a game with Jordan Love where Jordan Love bombed him the football. Um, two young players, I think, are going to do do well together. I think Christian Watts is going to be great. And um, getting him in the sixth, I think, is probably a good call. Yeah, and then a little Kadarius Tony down there. You know, obviously, they talk about him being the wide receiver one for Kansas City. Um, if he can stay healthy, this dude is going to put up fantasy points. And getting him in the eighth round, I think, is value. 
Mm-hmm. And then this is the guy who sniped your Anthony Richardson down there. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Little Anthony Richardson with Jonathan Taylor, half PPR. I think Richardson's probably going to throw to his running backs a little bit. But uh, if I know him like I think I do, I think he's going to be wanting to bomb the ball down the field, too. Definitely, definitely. And then, uh, yeah, I think uh, I like this team. I, I like this team a lot. Yeah, I think this team can uh, definitely get to the playoffs. I mean, uh, obviously the running back is a little shallow. Yeah. um, But with Antonio Gibson, as long as he steps up the way we think he is, I think this team is very solid all across the board. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Keep it moving. Going to Trey's team. I got to tell you, buddy, this might be the greatest start to a draft I think I've seen you draft. And that's uh that's a that's a bandy type draft right there, my friend. Uh Barkley, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, then you got Joe Burrow for your quarterback, and uh Pity City, Christian Kirk, Jahan Dotson. Look at old Jarek McKinnon hanging out down there in the ninth round. Yes, I sir. It. I love it. Um this team is great to me. Um it's my kind of team, how the wide receivers are um maybe not the guys on their team, but are going to produce for you. And you're going to be able to lean on those running backs. Throw one of them bad boys in your flex spot. That's how I like to roll, buddy. Then Joe Burrow just bombing the football to his guys, man. Yeah. might even throw two of them in the flex spot. Um, Honestly, get uh, Jarek McKinnon and Aaron Jones in the flex and then pity and Kirk as my receivers. Um, Michael Thomas. Shit. Yeah, it depends on how it plays out. You know, that's why I got a little depth there. DJ Chark even, you know, depending yeah. on how that works. I mean. Yeah, I think this is a uh, – <laughs> I think you're going to the championship game with this team is barring injury. Yes, sir. <laughs> good, good job, buddy. Good job. Let's keep going, buddy. We got two more teams left. Guys, if you're still watching at home or listening at home, uh follow us everywhere uh if you're listening and like this video subscribe to the channel if you're watching us on youtube we appreciate the love appreciate the love and cm says super team trey bow show let's go heck yeah super team. <laughs> we need to just turn this into like a league huh <laughs> yeah right just flip click yeah um starting off with the wide receivers at the one uh, eleven, Stefan Diggs and AJ Brown. Then they grabbed their Jalen Hurts, Kenneth Walker. Uh, they got Connor there, Kyle Pitts. Um, I'm gonna go with these running backs here: Kenneth Walker, James Connor, and which Williams is that? <laughs> oh, that's uh, Jamal Williams right there. Another Jay William on the on the team. Uh, I like Kenneth Walker. Everybody's really scared, as I kind of touched about already, with Zach Charbonnet coming in. But I really think Walker's going to be the guy. This team's going to have to rely on their wide receivers. Um, I just don't – I'm not high on James Conner, man. I had him last year, and he was just very lackluster. Anything Arizona Cardinals, I'm really not liking this year, you know? Definitely. I, I feel the exact same way. And and just looking at this team, you know, its first four picks um, really started out strong. Uh, Diggs, A.J. Brown, Jalen yep. Hurts, obviously the stack there. Um, Kenneth Walker and then uh, the James Conner pick didn't really agree with. Kyle Pitts pick didn't really agree with. George Pickens pick, I like that pick um, in the seventh round. I think George Pickens steps it up and has a better year. 
Um, Jamal Williams, obviously, uh, is who we think will be the guy um, if Kamara doesn't play and will still get some reps even if he does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's not going to be the type of reps that's going to be you know RB2 type value. And if James Conner doesn't do what we think he does, then that's where you're going to have to put him. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not a lot of depth on this team, but they've got some solid guys to start out. I think a little waiver wire work and this team could make the playoffs just with the Jalen Hurts, Brown, Diggs, and Walker. For sure. Absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, Jalen Hurts is is on a team is always awesome. Always good. Always. Um, playoff team, yeah, with a little waiver work. I like it. But let's go to the last team here. We got the Royster. <laughs> the Royster. I like the way that sounds for some reason. I don't know why. The Royster. Oh, I like it with the rolling of the time. Let's keep it. Let's go, buddy. Uh, I'm going to just go with the running backs here. We got Joe Mixon, Rashad White. Uh, then you didn't grab another one till Jalen Warren in the 11th round, 11th round. Um, Mixon, uh, there's talks that Mixon hasn't signed his contract yet, um, that here's still a chance he could get moved somewhere. I don't think that's going to happen. I think if the Bengals were going to do something, they would have done it already. Um, so I like the mix and grab Rashad White. Um, I think it's gonna get it's gonna do better this year than he did in his rookie season last year. I think they're gonna use him in the as a pass catching back, which I love. Um, but then you got Jalen Warren. That's it. That's it. I I just feel like I need um some better running backs on my team, but this is a wide receiver heavy room tray, so take it away. Yeah, I mean, just real quick to touch on the running backs, you know, Jalen Warren obviously um, is probably not going to get any snaps barring injury, um, you know, maybe one or two a game. And then uh, Dwayne McBride in the same way, you know, both those teams, Pittsburgh and Minnesota, like to run one running back. Um, So these two guys, I mean, this this is like an injury uh, hope kind of team here uh, with their running back depth. Um, But touching on their wide receivers, I mean, they got CeeDee Lamb, um, and Garrett Wilson uh, at the 12 spot, they went back to back. CeeDee Lamb, Garrett Wilson, man, you know, and I don't hate those guys, but looking at the guys that went after him, I mean, you could have went AJ Brown, Amon Ra, which Oof. I think is super incredible. You could have went Devontae Adams, Amon Ra, uh, Devontae Adams, AJ Brown, Devontae Adams, Chris Olave, I think I would rather have than CeeDee Lamb, Garrett Wilson. Um, but I mean, you know, th- maybe those are your guys and those are the guys you went with. So, you know, do your thing. Um, got him some Josh Allen at quarterback. Like I said, I probably would have took Joe Burrow here over Allen, but Hey, if Allen's your dude, Allen's your dude. Um, so, and he's got quite a bit of receivers here, you know, with Drake London, Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnson, Rashad Bateman, a couple rookie and and two year people. Um, so these kind of young receivers, I kind of like that idea to, Mm -hmm. for depth, um, is grabbing the, just the young guys to see if any of them break out. Yeah. Um, but you you took away you filled in so many slots with your receivers and rookies that you uh you kind of lost it on running back here and that and that scares me more than anything. So um yeah, I mean this team, you know, it's a risky team. It, it has the potential to get to the playoffs, but I'm gonna lean to the no side um based on mm-hmm. the lack of depth. Yeah, yeah. It started off strong, but uh need depth. I agree with you. That was fun. That, that was a good draft, buddy. That was a yeah, man. Stellar. It was a, a, a tough draft. I mean, it was yeah. intense all across the board. Yeah, it was. I I love that though. I love when you get some people in there that know what they're doing, you know, and everybody is just just hitting them haymakers, you know, whack, whack, yeah. whack. 
I love that, bro. It, it really keeps you on your toes. Keeps you on your toes. Your plan's going to go out the window quick when you got a bunch of people who know what's going on. No doubt, no doubt. And I kind of tried to do a little bit of manipulation here and there, but it, you know it was tough, you know, because when I took that first running back, and then the next four picks after me were all receiver. I'm like, well, I got to take another top running back. You know what I mean? And then it come back around and I said, I know these guys are finna take running backs. So I grabbed Jones and then they go quarterback and I'm like, Oh, okay. Well now I have to go quarterback. So, you know, you got to just kind of bounce off of what happens next. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, real quick, uh, CM saying, Hey guys, two topics I'd like to touch on to add to the stream. One, I don't think we, the fantasy community, should panic on Kenneth Walker unless the team shows or says otherwise. What do you think, buddy? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't want to panic on Kenneth Walker. I think Kenneth Walker is great. Um, mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of talk about Charbonnet, but in my personal opinion, I agree with you. Um, I think yep. Kenneth Walker is going to be the man. Um, I know Seattle uh, doesn't always like to go one running back, but I think if Charbonnet gets in there, it's just going to be to give Kenneth Walker a water break. You know what I mean? It's not going to be anything uh, relevant enough to put him out there. So that's the way I look at it. I like it. I like it. And uh, another CM popping in saying – and number two, evaluate the Ravens wide receiver room, ranking them one through three. Okay, so you got Odell Beckham Jr., Zay Flowers, and Rashad Bateman um, are the three that I think are probably going to be um, the top three guys. I mean, they got Laquan Treadwell and Nelson Aguilar, but I just don't think um, these guys can step up uh, to that level. Yeah. Um, but I think I would rate it just like that. I think I would go OBJ one. Zay Flowers, two, Rashad Bateman, three. Um, and honestly, uh, if you really want to do it, I'd go OBJ, one, Mark Andrews, two, Zay <laughs> Flowers, three. <laughs> you got, got Duvernay there, too. I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go OBJ, one. Um, then I'm going to go Bateman because he's a little more proven. Then I'll go Zay Flowers. I, it's really a tie because Duvernay did step up in moments last year. Um, nothing too great, but I, I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think that's how I'm going there. OBJ, um, Bateman, and then Zay Flowers. Yeah. I think Zay Flowers outperforms Bateman all year. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Great show, buddy. Great show. Guys, don't forget to check out our Patreon. We have a Patreon if you go down in the description or just go to patreon.com slash fourth and flex. Um, there's a lot of cool things to being a part of the fourth and flex family. Um, uh, six months in, you're going to get a, a snapback, an official fourth and flex, one of a kind snapback where you can pick the color you want. Um, and we're going to help you with your fantasy teams, man. We're going to help you. You're going to put you in a, a big chat and we're all just going to talk about your teams. We'll throw it up, do shows about it. Um, so we're going to help you get to where you want to be if you become a member of the fourth and flex family. Without a doubt, you will be better at fantasy. Yeah, yeah, there's no way you're not going to be. And guys, we also got merch. We got mugs, hats, shirts, um, anything I can put a logo on, I am going to do it. Um, help support the show by getting you some merch. Um, that, that stuff helps us out tremendously. Uh, and we appreciate the love. Appreciate the love, guys. Thank you so much for watching. And we will see you on the next one. Peace. 
You've been listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. And here we go, here we go! If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at fourthandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at fourthandflex and on Twitter at fourthandflexpod. See you next time on the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast.